Today, we're going to be talking about how to own your life. You say, I don't own my life. Well, a lot of us don't. You do it by owning something that's very important to your life, your calendar. You see, too many of us as men, we don't own our calendar, but we're slaves to our calendar. And as men, we have to change that and become the owners of our calendar. Now, being an owner of our calendar is really being an owner of our lives. And you can't live out your purpose or prioritize your life if you don't take control of your calendar. So let's dive into owning our calendar today. Welcome to the Confident Man Podcast, empowering men with the confidence they need to live their adventure. Now, here is your host, David Maxwell. Hey guys, welcome to the show today. I am so happy you joined us for the Confident Man Podcast. Hey, if you get a chance, go to your favorite podcast provider, leave a review of the show. That would do a lot for us and help us get it out to more men. When I was a kid, I remember a comic strip, uh, reading it, I would read it on Sunday, back when Sunday comics were kind of a big thing. And it was called The Family Circus. And they had a character that I think is the most influential character for people today, and nobody knows it. The character was named Not Me. You see, whenever the mom would ask something about who did this, who broke this, who, who left this here, all the kids would answer, not me, not me, not me. So the cartoonist drew a character called Not Me. And I think it was hilarious. And I think it's actually fitting for where we are today. A lot of guys today are taking a Not Me approach to life, saying things like, well, it's not my fault. I can't help it. Everything is stacked against me. And what we need to do as men is we have to switch out our thinking to go from a not me to a it's me. You see, you're the one who sets the purpose and priorities of your life. No one makes you do it. No one holds a gun to your head and says you have to do this. And now you may say, well, you know, Dave, I'm not really choosing. I'm just kind of living. I'm doing my thing. Well, actually, you are choosing. You choose every day. You choose by how you live. And even if you say you're living with no purpose, you've actually chosen a purpose. The purpose could be whatever feels good in the moment, but that's still a choice. It may be very animalistic. You may just go after whatever appetite comes up at the moment. It's not a good way to live. I don't recommend it, but a lot of guys do, but they've made a choice. And if you want to step up and really live your adventure as a man, you start by choosing your purpose. And then everything flows after that. If you don't have a purpose, you don't really have a direction. You're going wherever. And the number one way of living out your purpose and priorities is through your calendar. You see, how you spend your time is the practical way you live with purpose and priorities. You live them out on your calendar. You can say something's important to you, but if you don't have it on your calendar, you're fooling yourself. So what we want to do today is talk about how to own our calendar. And it's something that you can do and you can start today. And it starts by taking ownership of your calendar, proactively planning your priorities and having a regular routine review.
All right, the first thing we're going to talk about is taking ownership of our calendar. Now, taking ownership of our calendar is a decision we all have to make as men. You see, it's really a choice of taking responsibility for your time. Now, you may have an assistant who handles your schedule for you, and and somebody does that for you, and that's fine because you've taken the responsibility of getting an assistant to do that. So what you actually did was you took ownership of your calendar. I know guys who've done that in their business. They have an assistant who handles all their bookings and all stuff like that, and they do it because they realize one day, I stink at this. I am not good at this. So they get an assistant, even sometimes a virtual assistant, who handles all of that for them. They tell them their priorities. They tell them what they want. And then you know what? They release it to them. And that's actually pretty smart because that assistant knows what to say yes to and what to say no to. So you don't really have to be the bad guy. Now, a lot of us aren't at that place yet. We can't get an assistant. So we've got to do it ourselves. And the reality of doing this is it doesn't come easy or quick. Taking ownership of your calendar is something you decide, but then you got to do it every day. And it's in the everyday that you make the decisions you have to make to own your calendar. And understand it's a step-by-step process. And one, you have to get out of the not me mentality and understand that you are responsible for your calendar. That means you take responsibility for your choices when it comes to your time. And what you have to do is is have a few key things that you focus on. Now, as we go into this, it'd be good to cover some of the background. The first thing you want to do is learn your purpose. Now, I'm not going to cover that in this podcast. I did it two episodes ago on no purpose equals no direction. And then you got to learn how to say no. That was the previous episode on the power of no. You got to do those first because your purpose is kind of what gives you that direction. And then saying no is how you prioritize things. And the calendar is where you put that into practice. Now with the calendar, you got to understand a couple things. One of them is don't try to fix everything at once. When you take ownership of your calendar, you can't fix everything at once. Men are notorious for wanting to do that. We want to fix everything. So we say, okay, I'm going to start managing my time better. I'm going to buy you know, all kinds of books on managing time. I'm going to buy a new calendar app for my phone. I'm going to get new planners. I'm going to do this, 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 this. And we make promises to ourselves. And we try to do everything right now, right this second, all of it in one week. And we usually end up failing because we aren't consistent with it. We set too hard of a bar for ourselves. And what's funny is the people we live with and work with, they start getting used to our up and down calendar life. And they actually lose trust in it. They kind of get this, here we go again attitude. Oh, he's read a new time management book. Here we go. I wonder how long this one will last. And the reason that happens is because a lot of us as men, we kind of get that all or nothing attitude. And what I'm saying to do, taking ownership of your calendar means start with one area of focus a week. What is it that's taking your time that isn't important right now? What can you automate? You know, what's something that can be done without you having to touch it? Or the the delegation, who can you give something to? Or what do you just need to drop? Pick one thing this week and do it. And next week, pick another one or pick two. And then you ask the question, am I really trying to just do too much? Maybe you've set too high a bar for yourselves. Now, 
We should all challenge ourselves. And I'm not saying not to challenge yourself. But I think we need to challenge ourselves in the area of our purpose instead of overloading ourselves in areas that really aren't that important to us. So what responsibilities do you maybe need to drop? Maybe you said yes to too many things. And now it's time to go back and do what? Change it. And that way you can be careful about your yes in the future. Don't always give an automatic yes. When someone asks you to do something, take your time to say, hey, let me think about it. And what you do is you look at, does this fit my purpose? Is this something that is important to me? Is it a priority? And maybe you need to look at what conversations you need to have as you take ownership of your calendar. Is there a person who's taking your time Or have you given your responsibility to someone that maybe you need to take it back? Maybe you blame work when it might be the fact that you procrastinate. Now, it may be work. And I'm not saying that you can always uh, change your work environment. And maybe you have a boss who is terrible at time management. So you just kind of have to play catch up for him. And I get that. But sometimes we blame work when it really it's our own procrastination. And so what I would just want you to do is be honest about that. Be honest about, am I really doing everything I need to do at work so I don't have to do it at home? If you come home with a lot of work to do, is it because maybe you have a boss who's unreasonable or maybe it's because you're not doing all you need to do at work? And that's that comes down when we've allowed other people to mess up our purpose. We allow other people to give us a purpose that's really not ours. And that means you have to be willing to have those tough conversations. And some of those tough conversations may be confronting, but some of them may be you going to someone and saying, I need help. I'm terrible at this. Maybe it's getting a coach or or a partner who can come alongside you and help you implement better calendar management, which is really better purpose management into your life. You see, taking ownership of your calendar isn't easy, but it's necessary for you to take ownership of your life. Second area we want to talk about is proactively plan your priorities. Stephen Covey writes about the big rocks. And when he says big rocks, what he's talking about is you take a jar and you've got a bunch of big rocks and a bunch of little rocks to put in that jar. You always put the big rocks in first because the little rocks will fit in around the big rocks. And in your life, you want to take the big things and put them on your calendar first. And when I say the big things, I mean the things that are your purpose, the things are your priorities. Those are the big rocks. Like your health, your physical health, your emotional health, your mental health, your spiritual health. Those are big rocks you put in. Your marriage, your children, your family, etc., Those kind of things should go on your calendar first because they're important to you. That's what a big rock is. I've heard men say, I don't have time for exercise. No, you're just not making time for exercise. I'm not saying that's easy. Don't misunderstand me. It's simple, but it's not easy. Making time to work out is hard. But if it's a priority, you do it. I had a friend of mine recently who just reached a year of going to the gym in the morning to work out. 
he just started at one time, he was like, you know, I'm tired of this. I'm tired of not having energy. I'm tired of not being in shape. So he started over a year ago going almost every morning to the gym. And he's been faithful doing it. I don't think he's missed much time at all, if any. And he was talking to me about it. And it was amazing the energy he had about it and how excited he was because he talked about how much better every other area in his life had gotten just because he fit this one big rock in. And that's what you want to do. You want to put those big rocks in your calendar. And then it's amazing how so many other things fit. Like some people say that about their spiritual life. They say, well, I don't have time to pray. And it's no, you're just not making time for it. You've got to fit those big rocks into your life. You've got to find that time. Now, it may be you have to wake up before everybody else or, or do it in the car or find these other ways to do it. You may have to be creative in how you put the big rocks in, but that doesn't mean you don't put them in. You say, well, it's hard. Well, we're men. We do hard things. And putting the big rocks in is part of a hard thing that you do. When it comes to your relationships, I've heard guys say, well, me and my wife haven't had a date in months. Our schedule's just too busy. Well, I understand busy schedules, but I understand that you're not taking responsibility and planning it. You know, as a man, you have to take responsibility for the relationship. And you say, well, what about the women? Don't they have a part? They do. But I'm saying every woman wants a man who is chasing them, pursuing them. You say, well, we're already married, but you should still pursue your wife. Smart men keep chasing their wife even when they're married. Now, if you're someone who's single and you say, well, I'm not dating anybody, maybe it's because you haven't asked anybody. Oh, I don't want to ask. What if I get rejected? Well, what is this, middle school? You know, do you want to write a note to her friend and, you know, check yes or no if she'll go out with me? Just go ask the girl. Now, if she says no, at least you know, okay, it's not her. Maybe I was missing a signal. Maybe something is wrong. I'm going to move on. But here's the deal. If you want to be in a relationship, you have to take responsibility for that relationship. That's a big rock that goes on your calendar. Now, when you don't plan, when you don't put the big rocks in, it's like you're driving with no map, no sense of direction. That's what purpose gives you. And when you don't have purpose, your calendar is going to get full of just stuff. And you'll be going all over the place with no, no real sense of direction of where am I going? Recently, I took a trip to a state park in North Alabama. I live in Jackson, Mississippi. And uh, driving up there, we took this diagonal route that, that avoided the interstates. And it was, it was the shortest way, but it also was a way that took all kinds of back roads. I mean, all over the place. And I wouldn't have known where I was going unless the, the map on my phone was telling me, turn here, go here, go here. And I got there faster than any other way, but it was because there was a purpose to it. And that's what you want to do in your life. Owning your calendar and putting your priorities down first helps keep you focused amidst the busyness and craziness of life. Everyone has a busy life, but everyone can be focused on their calendar to keep their purpose and priorities happening. This doesn't mean you won't have unexpected things hit. Everybody does. But you want to plan expecting those, which means you don't want to plan every second of the day when you know that your day sometimes has emergencies. What I would say to do is plan what would be like an ideal week. 
Say, what if I had a perfect week? What would it look like? And then each week, look back on your week and say, how close was I to my perfect week? Maybe I have a false expectation for a perfect week. Or maybe if I just make a few tweaks, I could have a perfect week. You see, the point of putting your big rocks in isn't to get it right every time. The point is that you're going to be perfect with your calendar every time. The point is to learn and apply what you learn. Then you can build a strategy for every week, for every day when you're in the midst of the day-by-day battles. All right, the third thing you want to do to take ownership of your calendar is have a regular routine review. One of the keys of owning your calendar is to review it regularly. There are different ways to do it, but the most effective one is a systematic one that is daily. You want to have a daily review, a weekly review, and a quarterly review. You say, that's a lot, Dave. It's really not. And you can implement it into your life. And as you do it more and more, it actually gets quicker because you learn how to do it, what fits for you, what doesn't. And reviewing is something I think we don't do enough when it comes to our schedule. One of the things that you notice about athletes is they review every aspect of what they do. They film themselves doing whatever it is they do. And they look at the film to see how, how's my routine? What am I doing? How's my technique? Where am I messing up? Because they want to get better. And that's what you have to look at reviewing is not to put yourself down. It's to say, how can I get better? Now, when you do a daily planning, it's something that helps you just say, what do I want to get done today? You know, what do I have to get done today? You know, I use a full focus planner. This is something Michael Hyatt came out with years ago, and it's a paper planner. And I got I got it from the very beginning. And it has been just gold for me to help me in my planning. Because every day it has three main things you want to get done for that day. And the beauty of it is those three are the most important things you want to get done that day. And what happens is you write those down and it keeps you focused. Because it's easy during a day. I don't know about you, I get distracted. I get distracted when I'm doing something and that list helps keep me focused because I'm like, what was I doing? What do I need to do? And what happens is you don't waste your time on what's less important. You're like, okay, that has to be done. I'll add it to my list. But my most important thing is here. And it keeps you on track. And you can also see what you didn't get done the day before if you weren't able to finish the list. So it's not there to beat you up. It's there to help you see, okay, this is what I need to do tomorrow. Now, weekly planning is a little different. It's setting aside a time to look at your week as a whole. Some people do it at the end of the week. Some people start their week with it. Whatever way works for you. The key is just to do it. Reviewing the week before is how you start. See how you did. And then you look ahead to the week ahead. What this does is it helps you get out of the weeds of busyness. Because I don't know about you, but sometimes I start a day And as soon as I start, I have in my mind things I want to do. And the next thing I know, oh, wow, the day is gone. Some of us have weeks where days are gone. And what happens when you weekly plan is you look and see, okay, what's happening all this week? What's the most important part of this week that I need to get done? And you write those down to make sure those get done. And even as things come in and surprises happen, 
you can stay focused. Now, the other one that helps you is quarterly planning. This is where you make sure your purpose and your priorities are being taken care of. You focus on taking your goals and the purposes of your life and putting them into your calendar. This is a way for you to plan ahead of, of maybe your exercise routine or you wanna, you wanna do a race or you wanna buy a book and you wanna put down your reading time, things like that. You look at the big picture of what do I wanna do? And when you look at a whole quarter of a year, you can actually see the overall trends and see if you're overbooked somewhere, underbooked somewhere. Like we talked about earlier, if you're trying to have more uh, dates with your wife or dates with someone, you know, you want to put it on your calendar. Because if you don't, you'll look back and say, well, I know I wanted to date my wife more, but we didn't do anything the last three months. Well, you could say it's the calendar's fault, life is crazy, busy, blah, blah, blah. Those are just excuses. You just didn't put it on your calendar. And when you look at three months at a time, a quarter, you're seeing what's open, what's not. And that helps you know what to say yes to and what to say no to. You can know, okay, July is a really busy month, so I'm not going to say yes to anything. August, I've got some open dates. And you can figure all of that out. You see, daily, weekly, and quarterly planning will guide you and help you stay focused. Now, a word of caution in that, don't expect perfection. What I tell people is shoot to make an A. An A is 90 and above, which is 90% of the time. And maybe to start with, you're going to make a B and get it 80% of the time, or even a C 70% of time. What I'm telling you is doing something is better than doing nothing. And a lot of guys, we have this perfection. If I can't make 100, I'm not going to do it. And I say, don't, don't be that way. Shoot to just start. The key is to start, not to expect things to change on their own because they won't. You have to do something different if you want to see change happen in your life. And regularly reviewing your routine will make a big difference in how you plan your calendar. All right, guys, in closing, I just want to say that owning your calendar is one of the major keys to owning your life and living on purpose. You have to take responsibility for your calendar and quit expecting things to slow down on their own. You have to make life slow down. It's like if you're driving a car and a police officer pulls you over for driving too fast, you go, officer, it's not my fault. My foot is just extra heavy and it just pushes I couldn't stop it. Okay, you're going to get a ticket no matter what. But how often do we blame our busy calendar when we're the ones who made the calendar? We're the ones who said yes to things we shouldn't have said yes to. Now, what you have to do is own your calendar. What you have to do is make that happen. And you do it by just taking ownership of it first, taking responsibility for your calendar. And the next thing is to proactively plan out your priorities put them on the calendar first. And the third thing is have a regular routine review. If you do these things, you will own your calendar and you'll go a long way to owning your life. You've been listening to the Confident Man Podcast. Click subscribe so you don't miss a future episode. You can connect with David on Facebook and Instagram at David the Maxwell. Find resources to help you as a man at theconfidentman.me. That's theconfidentman.me.